When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions, and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. 
Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. I was thinking this was going to be like a conversation for people who didn't know the world, but now I'm like, this is for every content business owner. This is crazy what you're saying. This is crazy. How could you possibly own 10% of your following? How does that happen? Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? (laughs) I hope it's giddy giddy. And welcome to the podcast. You know, it's really, it's really, um, kind of timely because I had a question for you, but I'm going to explain who you are. You are a digital pioneer, marketing and brand development expert and self-proclaimed most prolific shit poster and all that's real shit poster. Instead of ship hosting. Yeah. I've maybe retired ship hosting a little bit because it's gotten me into some trouble. So don't you like a little trouble? I can tell you. Yeah, I do. I do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who believes um, in all of web three, who believes in the philosophy of pop culture and the internet. She started her career. You started career as the director of brand development for super plastic, a cutting edge company focused on creating pop culture, inspired collectibles and merchandise. Mm -hmm. And after refining her interest in internet and pop culture. Carson launched her own marketing and production agency agency focused on helping companies and individuals navigate the complexities of the decentralized digital future. Okay. Tell the weird part. Oh, okay. (laughs) The weird part is that crypto culture makes you sick. Yes. Is that the weird part that no, you want me to do? the weird part is that she, she worked, she worked for an anonymous company yes. for six months that was like a legit Tinder, with Twinder. Yes. Tindler shit. Where it, I don't see that in your profile. I want to know more about that. I know that, that is saved. That's reserved only for people I want to be best friends with. Like, okay. Yeah. So that'll be today. <laughs> you know, the, okay. There's so much to ask you and talk to you about because we have a demographic of all, all kinds from teenagers yeah. to moms who are grandmothers. Mm -hmm. So I guess is, is your expertise in web three, because you grew up in it, you love it, you understand it. Like what is the uh, affection for web three? Honestly, so I what is web three? Oh, Sorry, what is web three? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, okay. Web three, like the most, the easiest way to explain it and like to not scare people away is it's just like, imagine the iPhone, like you have the iPhone one and then they, what, just announced like iPhone 15 or 16, like yeah. we've lost track. Like these things, th- these pieces of technology, these software, they continue to evolve. That's all it is. When, when people say web three, it's either as an attempt to sell you or scare you. Like I really feel that way. Like sell you on something. It's a buzzword or scare you, like make you feel excluded, make you feel like, yeah, you know, intimidated. AI, so scary, crypto, scam, all of that. But really, it's just the next evolution of the internet where web one was static, web two is participatory, and web three is really like ownership. It's like reclaiming, it's owning a piece of of the internet that we all participate in so broadly every day. That's web three. That's my explanation. Okay. And what's your what's your passion for it? I think it really came from just, uh, I didn't grow up in web three, I would say like, I didn't get an iPhone until I was 18. Just like full disclosure, I'm, I'm I'm soon to celebrate the eighth anniversary of my 21st birthday. So I'll be 29 in a couple months. (laughs) I love it. 
I grew up in Vermont and I had dial up internet until I was like 17 years old. Like I was really far removed as far as like some of my peers or even like Gen Z kind of go where I'm right on the cusp of, but I've always been obsessed with pop culture and pop culture evolves, internet shapes pop culture. And I just saw the way that we were going and I saw people building brands the way you guys have built brands, like companies cannot exist. They cannot succeed without the internet, like just full stop. And I think that when we think about who gatekeepers are, but also like who the massive corporations are that have like dominated and just monopolized entire, entire industries, e-commerce, social media, you know, phones, that type of technology, like you have to think about, okay, when does that start breaking down? There has to be a time because history repeats itself. And that's where I think I just kind of saw like foresight of, okay, these things are patterns and we must be heading into like a new generation. We must be heading into like some type of digital revolution because the creators are outnumbering the corporations. Like that's Mm. where, that's what, that's where we're at now. So people are going to start to demand a bit more and that's where web three becomes really powerful. Wow. So the, the creators are outnumbering the businesses. Yeah, that's like my favorite quote of mine. I just yeah, <laughs> and what, and what's really um, I think huge for women listening is that that means that you're never out of the game. Like I feel like you oh, if you have an opportunity to access internet web three, let's just any web, you really do have an advantage to access your own brand, your own company, your own identity within a space yeah. that is that people it's never cluttered because there's so many people so everyone's like there that's cluttered i'm like nothing's cluttered like there's nothing that's cluttered and you can start off for free yeah totally you can start for free you can start your business for free like you as long as you have access i think you have opportunity and that's what is so important like with web three and i think what so many people like over the last definitely like two and a half years since i've been like in the web three kind of specifically crypto game is like trying to sell something new but where like the part of me saying that crypto culture kind of makes me sick is because we don't need new platforms we don't need to have these do all these new things we don't need to use nfts or know even what they are know how the blockchain works what we need are software solutions that plug and fit right in to what we're already doing, creating content on YouTube, creating content on Instagram. Like how can we leverage these massive platforms that exist without trying to create something new and just slide in new technology? You are so genius. You know why I'm saying this is because like when we, we have a platform called the common parent where we bring in experts like on parenting and human behavior. And I remember one of the experts said, you're never going to teach people to go from platform to platform, right? Like, yes. so if you're they're if they're Facebook native, they're not going to decide they are going to yeah. go TikTok, like unless they're in, in the space. And it's mm-hmm. sort of the same thing, rather than trying to get mass amounts of people to learn this new way, you're so right. People, the, the, this web, I'll call it web three has to adapt into the way people are currently exactly. consuming. So that's the people who are going to win are the people who can digitally natively relate. And that's the same as a company. You have to be able to relate to that audience on that platform in order to, to create your audience, their narrative. And when you say, um, need to like, uh, create new, instead of creating new platforms, mm-hmm. um, just building, making things easier for what we're already using, give an example of something like that. 
Well, I can only say a little bit, but I've just mm. I've I've just been contracted by a company called Trips. You can find them at tripsio.io and I'm building something so amazing and incredible with them. I can't talk about it yet, I wish I could, but they are exactly like what I mean and the, the type of company that lights a fire in me because they have created a solution to be for creators to be able to access this very technology to access new opportunities in literally three clicks without doing anything different than what they're already doing. It leverages content that already exists on a platform that they're already familiar with. And the only thing that makes it like web three is just how the company powers the technology. But as creators, we don't need to have any insight or any concern, any knowledge about how that actually works. We just need to know that it works for us and that creates opportunities for us, opportunities that we wouldn't have. So I'll just put that on the radar for people. Oh, before I... but an opportunity like um, it doesn't, and you didn't need to talk about your specific situation, but an opportunity like, like what, like if, a, you know, uh, someone is, is out there and let's say they're, you know, running their business or they're only interested in like Instagram and they don't actually know what their problem, that, that things could be better, or they don't know what their problem is. Okay, I see. What, what's something that would make it easier? I would say thinking of your content as an asset, the same way your house is an asset, your car is an mm -hmm. asset, Rolex, handbags, shoes, these are personal assets. Your content is just as much a personal asset and should be considered in the same way and financed and insured and, and invested in the same way that you invest in these physical assets. So that... I would say like people can put two and two together. Person, I have that. I have to ask a question. Like, I, I hate to interrupt you. I have to ask you, like, does it make you nervous as like um, a people, content creators and companies when they make content within the platform rather than making it out of the platform? So they have it always and then uploading it. Like, is that something we should all be thinking about is where are we creating it? It's a good question. And actually, so you basically, when you create content and you upload it to Instagram, it's still your content. Copyright Unless it goes away. Yeah, true. Copyright mm -hmm. law still makes it your content. What you effectively do is you license it to Instagram. But that kind of licensing is in, I think it's 31... 31 years or something like that. I have to get my like my numbers straight, but you are basically like, but the thing that you don't own is your audience. Yeah. That audience is on. So where we start to think about web three is like, well, how can we introduce solutions or tools? What if you could just own truly own 10% of your audience, just 10, a couple, like a little bit. It's like, do we have to own all of it? Like, do we have to, we know that we've got different followers on Facebook, then we have subscribers on YouTube, then we have followers on Instagram, like that's okay. But what about that like middle circle in the Venn diagram? Can that be ours? Like just how, how, how wait, let's take a break and then come back. Cause <laughs> I, I want to take a break. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient. So you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time love your skin again, go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. 
Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash catandnat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash catandnat. I was thinking this was going to be like a conversation for people who didn't know the world, but now I'm like, this is for every content business owner. This is crazy what you're saying. Yeah. This is crazy. How could you possibly own 10% of your following? How does that happen? I don't know. I think that's what I'm trying you to You know. I, I'm trying to figure it out, but I think it starts <laughs> with owning your content. Like mm-hmm. it has to start with owning your content. Seeing your content as that ownable asset first, as that piece of your own copyright from your brand, like your name, your face is your brand. That's your business. Like we have to protect these things. That's why I just, in my head, I was like, oh my God, if you make your content native, which they all want you to do, if it disappears or gets hacked, it is you don't have it because it's not, it's not a video. It's gone. Like exactly. you no longer own your content if in if you're making it within that one app. And I'm like, oh my God, because so many people make their content within that app natively rather than creating it and then uploading it, which you have no you have no backup copy then. Exactly. And also like I think look at how you get like penalized if you upload a TikTok that you save from TikTok <laughs> to Reels, like all those rumors about like, oh, if it has the, they can detect if it has the TikTok like emblem mm-hmm. or watermark mm-hmm. on it. Like, there isn't a solution for like kind of bridging that content, and there isn't, as far as I know, like a platform where you can just say like, this is where mine is. Like that's why the technology needs to evolve. Yes, you're right. Evolution in that way because these are the questions that create are starting to ask like this is my livelihood this is my proof of life this is my proof of work like we don't have these resumes anymore like our instagrams are our resumes our mm-hmm. YouTube are our resumes what happens if that just falls off the face of the earth one day how do you prove i'm we are cat and nat we mm-hmm. have built this brand we have built this business we have built this following like it, it we have to come up with a solution somewhere and like i I don't know if it's going to be web three or web six or web 12 that creates it, but like we're asking questions. So it must be coming because corporations don't want to lose the creators. What Mm -hmm. is Instagram? What is meta without the creators? They, I genuinely, genuinely believe they want to make solutions too, because Mm. they cannot do it without you. That's true. I I think that like, even for any, um, mom, like women that are in moms who are creators, I mean, who aren't even creators. When we think about what a lot of like 90% of our children's dream job is to be like a creator, content creator, influencer, these kind of conversations are really important for us to be aware of when our children come and say, I want to start something and we want to make sure that if for any reason they become successful, that they're all, that everything's protected for them as well. And it's Mm -hmm. not all for nothing. Yeah. Apparently like 1 billion people will self-identify as creator in the next five years. Wow. Insane to me. It's insane. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Another question for you is in terms of Bitcoin, Web3, like all crypto. The, uh, crypto, NFTs, are they all related? Do they all? Because I know like NFTs got shit kicked um, at the top of last year. Yeah. And you know, I was there, kinda, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to put that too. Yeah. yeah, we were like so we were so far down the road trying to like come up, you know, be a, be a part of this yeah. and own a part of yeah. whatever, and then everything just got shit and we all just it all just went on pause. Is yeah. it coming back? Well, I don't know. I oh think, wow. I think, NF, I think NFTs could be dead. The way that that people see them like okay the way that people knew about them from last year or the year before like the the current use case of like jpegs like you know digital art nfts i don't know i'm maybe i'm like they have to be utility now like they'd have Uh, to have which is like what does that even mean like there it's just the big circle jerk like it's so true because even if it is even if it is like a utility nft really it's just it's just people um, investing or subscribing in your content. So exactly. the reason I ask is because my husband got a fire stick. Like, you know, like the... Oh, okay, so... Yes, mm-hmm. a ledger they, type of thing. I guess. I know. I have them all too now. You do? Yes. But you can only pay by Bitcoin. Oh. I know. So he's like this. Like, not in this world. Like, he is like the Italian construction like world. You know what I mean? He's like, what is it? What, what do I have to do? And I'm like... Well, you have to get a wallet. Like, is it still the wallet? Exactly. And the thing? So much. It's so hard. Like, I think the only the only time you should be forced to pay with cryptocurrency is if you're buying drugs. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just yeah. not yet. But I want to go back and like answer the question of like crypto and NFT. Mm. Like, these are use. Like, they are just like use cases or symptoms. Like, okay, when you what what happened to MySpace? What happened to AOL, mm. MSN Messenger? Fine. Ask- Ask Jeeves, like th- these, like these websites, these dot com websites that we like bummed off of. Like we were like we live for these websites, and they're gone now. Like these things live, they rise up, and then they die, and it's okay. The internet keeps moving, like the world keeps spinning, it, technology keeps evolving. Like if if you know, digital art NFTs have had their moments, like good. Mm-hmm. I made a living off of it. My husband made a living off of it. We met because of that. Like that is, it's amazing. I'm happy about it. But let NFTs now find their like new home in a way that like actually creates a better society. <laughs> like, and, and let's hope that you didn't pay $5 million for one because yeah, it's harder yeah, to move on. Yeah. I've spent a lot of, I spent a lot of money on a lot of worthless shit. That's like collecting <laughs> digital dust. <laughs> So yeah, it's fast that. fashion, you know what I mean? Like, I have a lot of yes, clothes that I bought. Yes, I think it's the same. If, if you're, if someone's listening at home right now and they're like, I am, I don't even know what these people are talking about. What, <laughs> yes. what, what should people, what should the average person know? Like, what, like, why do we need to know about this? Do we need to know about this? And like, what, what is the, what's, why is it important to our world? Yeah. I think just like what the average person should know is just like, keep doing what you're doing. Like keep using the tools, the technology, the software that you're using and you're feeling comfortable with. And if something pops up on your news app, that is like way extreme, like AI is ruining everything. Like you should always like take it with a grain of salt. Like why is mass media like perpetuating this specific narrative? Like mm-hmm. NFTs are a scam or these people became so rich off board ape yacht club. Where are they? Like 
take these things with a grain of salt. Just make yourself aware of them and, and remember that like you probably don't know where you were the last time you slammed your flip phone shut and traded it in for an iPhone. You probably mm. don't know where you were the first time you added an appointment to your Google calendar instead of writing it down in your black book. Mm. Like, but these things happened. These moments happened. These life-changing moments when you use your, your face to log into your phone and to get right. on online banking when you threw your checkbook in the bin. Like these moments happen and just let yourself be open to them. Like the world is going to change and you don't have to fear it or resist it. Like just let it flow. It's okay. Like what, I, what happens to you if you do, like I'm thinking about like, you know, you're like, some maybe older person or younger person that you know, and they are resisting and they're not moving forward happens to them. I mean, the same thing that like, how can you like even use like a track phone anymore or like a razor? Like, how do you even like use these types of phones anymore? Like, I think people sadly get left behind and Mm -hmm. they get left behind for a lot of reasons. Like technology is ageist, it's ableist, it's racist, like it's sexist in a lot of ways. I would say crypto culture is super fucking sexist. Like it's yeah. it's not, it's not marketed or branded or advertised for women at all. But like these things happen. And I, I don't know, like, I don't know what the solution is to get people on board and to keep people like comfortable and safe. But I think it, it is about the masses. Yeah, masses. And really it's, you know, in like, in my opinion, it's when you have a younger generation, like don't write them off. Like, you know, our kids are often, they're like the, they're forging a lot. Their thoughts are a lot more, um, forward thinking than ours. And rather than being like, that's ridiculous. Like, I can't believe like, you know, be like, wow, that's really interesting that that's your world right now. Because I, you know, there's the younger, the 12, 13 year olds are changing things like so quickly from gender to yeah. labels to sexuality. Do you believe children in the future teach them well and help them yes. lead the way? I just think that I think when I hear people <laughs> say, I hear so many people say like, that's so ridiculous. Like, uh, like I hear them. These I kids, these kids, uh, I, kids I just these can't days. get behind that. Yeah. And I'm like, you it doesn't matter what you think you're irrelevant in their world if that's how you think. So either open your eyes and try to look at it and, and be curious rather than eye roll them mm-hmm. because the yeah. train has left the station mm-hmm. and you're not on it and you are just going to age as they go. And you are going to look, I, I literally equated to when Elvis was like banned everywhere. Cause he shook his hips. Like, cause he was like sexual. Yes. And I'm like, yes. it's the same thing we do over and over again is we're like, we look at the younger generation and we're like, they're bad. They're lazy. They're dumb. They like, you know, I hear it constantly. I'm like, stop it. They're actually, they're different. And that's what they should be. Like, let's embrace the differences because they will be, they should be different than us because fuck, we've screwed it up, you know? Uh, Wait, let me ask you both something about that. So I have a five-year-old stepson Mm -hmm. and he is, he's obsessed with YouTube. Like, so am I. It's fine. He loves these like kid like unboxing channels uh-huh. like Ben and Kaisen, and Vlad and Nikki. And mm-hmm. one thing is like you don't want to like be too one way of like, especially he's like my stepson. So you know, if he doesn't watch it at your house, he's gonna go watch it at his mom's. And like mm-hmm. that's just not a hill I'm willing to die on. It's like you can do whatever you want here. Yeah. But does it bother you that everything's an ad? Like everything is an ad. Like you see these kids with like this brochure for toys and they're like, oh, we want this. Then all of a sudden they run to the kitchen and miraculously mom opens the cabinet and every single toy from Hot Wheels City is in the cabinet. It's like, 
they don't know that these things are advertisements. Like it makes me feel sick sometimes. How do you, have you like. That's, that's TikTok. That's the, all that's, that's literally I mean, their consumers. I mean, are, you, you, we can't imagine, like we can't believe the uh, skincare products that our daughters are using at their age. And they learned all about it from TikTok. We weren't even, we weren't even washing our faces at their no, age, you know? It's, everything's consumerism, but that's also, con- that's also creator culture. Like, unfortunately, that's influencer culture mm-hmm. that I, is creating content too, right? Like, we're, everyone's a machine and... And it's, it's our job as parents and step parents or whoever's watching over them is to sort of, um, as they get older, make them be aware of that yes. um, uh, and make them be aware Stay that... Dope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, and a lot of the time, nobody bought those. Those were those, all those toys were given to them. It was not not the same situation. And at the same time, you always have a friend who had everything. Doesn't mean that you get it too. And I will say the the good thing about TikTok is when it becomes mass, when everybody starts trying to use it, I feel like it's not just one creator, like, like Mm -hmm. pushing it. It like they, they're kind of smart at like sifting through good, Mm -hmm. good products versus bad products, which is interesting to me. I feel like they do have a more critical eye than us. Like we just got like schemed by, you know, magazines with beautiful airbrush people on it. We go (laughs) buy it. So it's really not that different other than they're a little bit more critical and they the, do end up with the best products and yeah in their makeup drawers right. yeah and and they're not loyal like and no. i think brands have to really wake so up and it's understand so like your exclusivity is shit and fake and no one like your exclusivity does not apply to the world because mm-hmm. they are going to go from nike to puma to like whatever so is there and it doesn't mean you're not going to keep the same customer I'm really sorry. You're not anymore. So how do you create things that keep them interested? And I think that that's where people are, are really, rather than worrying about web three, if you have, a, if you have a company, I mean, the PR, the, the machines behind these companies, I am like, you are, you are so archaic, like wake up. I'm like, yes. wake up, so wake true. up. So true. Well, they're going to, uh, as long as they can keep convincing these, um, these non-creator businesses of where they should be spending their money. Yeah. The businesses will keep spending them. A hundred percent, a hundred percent leadership at the top really has to change. Like Mm -hmm. these are dinosaurs. It's insane. I'm like, I worry a bit about like the, um, like consumer product workforce, like with knowing what we know about, like, you know, one in five people will self-identify whatever a billion people will Mm self-identify as a creator in five years. Like, it it makes me nervous. Like, where? How are other jobs going to be filled? Like, how <laughs> AI, what, baby, AI, robots, like, robots. Oh, yes, exactly. Chat GPT. Because guess what? I'm not working there. I'm done working. This is um, my now. This is what I want. You're to like, do. where are we? Where, why is anybody going to be lured to be a doctor, a scientist, a researcher? No. No, they're not going to want to because they could do this job. You know, I think exactly. the world is going back the other way. And again, I think the younger generation is like, um, I think that they're kind of, they're more skeptical of things. And I do see them questioning like, you know, systems and like, why is it that way? And why do we do that? I do, I do think that they're going to push it back and be like, I want to meet in real life. Like, I don't want to be on FaceTime all the time. Like, I, yeah. I do think it's going to come, they're going to be like, no, thank you. And push back to, to like real time, going back to the office, going into a job. Like, I, I do think, think about the question, everything. Why would I go to university when I could start making money right away? 
It's a great question. Yeah, I think they're, they're, they are critical thinkers in a way that we, uh, curious thinkers. They're curious thinkers in ways that we never, we just rode the train to what we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I do see them really being like, hmm, why? I yeah. need a little bit of dirt on the um, six months at the anonymous company. It was okay. This is like the craziest story, but so I, I had an amazing job, like right when I got out of college, practically, like I would like fudged my cover letter to apply to be director of marketing. At chat, the- chat GPT was not there yet. So you no, could probably so do I, that. I, my own thing. I started that shit. And all I wanted was a foot in the door. Got it. Landed this job, did not become the director of marketing, but got a good starting position works my way up at this company. And then just kind of felt like, all right, is this like, I could work here for the next 15, 20 years until it becomes public, privately owned, whatever, and just coast probably. And Mm -hmm. I started to like, you know, have these moments of self-reflection, like, is it me? Like, or is this a fluke? Like I needed to prove to myself, I could go out and do it. So I quit my job with the blessing of the CEO and all of that. And I was like, I'm going to do my own thing in LA for a year. Moved to LA by myself, had never left Vermont. Like this was my dream. But what comes with that territory is like hunger, like survival. Like I mm-hmm. have in a way that kind of makes you desperate. Ignore red flags. Yeah. I love, we love that. We love ignore red flags. So I got it. I was doing some work with some awesome people, but it wasn't quite going anywhere, like difference of vision. And I got this DM from somebody who was well known in like the NFT Twitter universe Mm -hmm. who went by the name 888. And he was totally anonymous and he was like making massive purchases of people's art. Just like, you know, who is 888? Who is he? Everyone's trying to figure out who he is. And he all of a sudden said, well, after about six months of him doing this, like getting on side, like some of the most dominating, I would say, artists in the space, he was like, I'm going to launch my own art platform to sell for artists to sell their NFTs Mm -hmm. and bought these artists who he'd spent so much money on to invest real money into building this business of his. Like big artists, like names. Like, like big names in the crypto world. Mm -hmm. And he then approached me and saw me as this person who was like, kind of very public, very front facing. Everybody knew my face. Everybody knew my name. And he wanted to essentially hire like the face of his company, his platform, a platform that never was intended to be built probably like it was all just a complete scam like did you see his face i did i did meet up with him a couple times in la and it was always really creepy and he was like young he was like a young guy like kind of probably like 30s maybe early 40s like and just just the type like tinder swindler type like had a story for everything and you just think like is this kind of fucking serious? Like it was crazy. And then he started dropping his own NFTs and like started working on this side thing. So I'm like working my ass off on a pl- to build a platform. Like a and he's team- paying you. He was paying me a lot of money. I was making okay. like a lot of money. So which is also like your eyes glaze over and become dollar signs because you're living in LA and you're making like 20 grand a month. And you're like, I'm just, I'm literally her. Like I am that bitch. <laughs> and then he, he was dropping NFTs. He had Paris, he had Paris Hilton as a partner. He had Arizona IC, Coinbase. He fooled 
so many companies like Puma. He had all these wow. fools and they were all calling him 888. Like it was just like a blanket of like illusion to everybody. And all of a sudden I started to see through it and I was like, this is fucked. Like I'm, I got to get out of here because people were coming for me. Like <gasps> what's going on with this? Because I was the public kind of space that he very easily hid behind. And I was scared. Like I had a stalker at one point, like a digital stalker. I had my life threatened, like by people who were, who had been scammed by him, basically that, that he, they invested so much money to buy his NFTs because they thought that you had to use these NFTs to use his platform. Well, the platform was never being, it, it was so like, it needs its own like Netflix. Yes. So I can't even explain it, but and I, I quit and he asked me not to like say anything publicly because he had some other thing going on and like wanted to still have this illusion of put togetherness. And I was like, no, dude. And then shortly after I quit and made it public, this huge like thing, people started to come undone. People were like, where's our money? Like he had made like some kind of crazy amount of money, like over $10 million he had made from these men's. Wow. And then he just started selling off these NFTs from like a dummy wallet and told everybody him and his wife were getting divorced. He had like a sugar baby NFT artist that everybody knew about. Like it was crazy. It was crazy. And you go to jail? No, I don't think anybody knows where he is. Last I knew all the artists that had like invested their real money into building this platform, he, they were all trying to like hire a private investigator to find him. Like he gave us all fake names. Like everybody had a different, it was just. He's moved to another country and he's starting all over again with another swindle. Probably is. Like he probably is. Are you safe now? Like you feel fine even saying Um, talking about it? he's probably more scared of me than I am of him. (laughs) That is crazy. They didn't, no one really knew about the world. So that's why it was so easy to like swindle them. Like it was probably like, yeah. And like, okay, I know what I'm talking. You look like an idiot. If you don't know what you're talking about. So like, okay, here's my money. Great. Did Gary V know who he was? I think he had some calls with Gary V. I think he had calls with Snoop Dogg, like Gala Games, like these real legit companies. And they're all like, um, I had a call with him and the head of the Chinese Olympic Committee, like dead fucking ass, like of the top, like Pete. And I was like, what is going on? And he's like, you know, hi, like doesn't won't show his faith, and it says like eight eight eight, and everyone's like, "What should we call you?" He's like, "You can." Call, he was an English guy. He's like, "You can call me eight eight eight. and it's like, "Oh, oh," and he definitely it was so had a cringe. Fake it was, yeah, he's a fake accent. He's a fake. I always love. I love those kind of stories because I, I love to like. Well, I don't love them for you, but for me, because I was involved, and to like go back and be like, "How does someone end up like that? How does somebody have the balls to like?" Take all they, these people they, that that's or that they've been doing that since they were young. I know they, that's I'm not sure. something for their life. And, and I've watched a lot of stories like that. And like you go back and you're like their childhood, and there's like, oh, it's I mean, scary. it's always I would love to watch a full documentary of like where the fuck that guy came from. Yes. <laughs> well, sounds like you're probably gonna get one put in the universe. Like, I'll probably it. be gonna. I know. I'm like, it's too scary. Like I can talk about it now, but it was like for so long, I was just like. I did like go into, I was like, I can't do this again. Like, this is just too much. Like 
I can't work ever again. Basically, I have PTSD. <laughs> that, is, that is very when dramatic. You, when you met your husband, so just so you know, I have a stalker. I've got my death that then he's like, what? I'm, let's go to the Oh, UK. yeah. No, my husband definitely thought I was like, he thought I was insane when he met me. He still does think I'm insane, but he's. <laughs> but he's he likes it. Out. He's worked out some of the kinks. Now he keeps the crazy in the right place. <laughs> what, oh his, what, what industry is he in? So he's an artist. He mm. he's amazing. And he, if he hears this, he'll be like, he'll be shaking his fist at the air. But he was a mixtape cover artist for almost 10 years. And he, he really revolutionized the mixtape cover industry. So he, at a time when the way for rappers and hip hop artists to sell their mixtapes was, you know, Instagram and all of that was not used as a marketing tool. Like marketing was the mixtape sits on the shelf at the bodega and the kids walk in and they see it. And you have to have the best story. You have to tell the whole story of the album in that three seconds that they're going to spend looking at the Where'd she go? Oh, I think we lost and her. Oh, no. Wait. Um, one sec. Wait. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Okay, so the long story short is that he revolutionized the mixtape industry. Um, is he a hundred? He's a mate. No, he's not. He's, he's young. He says, you know, I always tell him you're only as old as the woman you feel. So that's, that woman is me. Could you imagine you. telling our, at, telling, saying those words to our kids, mixtape? The like, woman, what the fuck are you talking said, about? You're only as old as the woman, the woman you feel. Yeah. I love that. You and feel she, like, no, you feel that you're no, like, I'm the woman he feels. <laughs> <laughs> that you sleep with the woman you sleep with. Um, yeah, exactly. Where can people find you? What would where do you want them to go? Give it to us all. Well, just I'm on Instagram at Carson Daly, K-A-R-S-E-N-D-A-I-L-Y. Um, 
I don't know. That's where I live. Basically follow me, DM me. If anybody has any questions or wants to know like anything about the world that I might be able to help with, I'm happy to help like excited too. And, um, okay. Yes. And then keep us all posted on your new job and what, what it's going to offer all of us. Wait. Yes. I can't wait. You guys are going to love it. You're perfect for it. I'm so excited. I love you both so much. Like if you know that question, like if you could have dinner with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? I pick you two. Like I pick, I will pick you two a thousand times. I feel like I have to invite my best friend, Danielle. She's amazing. She's from Vermont. Her and her sister-in-law are like you guys. They were best friends, married brothers, though. Now they're sister-in-law. I'll tell you a really quick story. I know you don't live in London, England, but when we were there, we did a show there, and they got an Airbnb, like our tour manager. I walked into the Airbnb, and there was a, a hair on my bed. I'm like, fuck, we're out of here, Natalie. Like, I'm like, we're going to a hotel. You know, because if there is a hair in my bed and it's a pubic hair, I'm fucking out of there. No, no, so, no. So we go to this hotel and I wish I could remember the name of it. And it was the best. It has like a pink. The bar is called, called the Coral Room. Okay. You just, uh, you, uh, you have to okay. go there because it's like a basement bar, a top bar, a library bar. And it oh, was like, we, we went to this hotel and I was like this, I don't even know how I found well, it. So many London up. places and are so nice. So so nice. And so we're going to come back and yeah. we're going to go bar. Come back. Yeah. I'm coming. I will meet you there. I will meet you there. I will be front row at your live show. I will be, I will fight my way backstage. I don't care. Where in Vermont are you from? Last question. I'm from the Burlington area, Chittenden County. I spent most of my life. My brother lives there and his wife is from there. He's from like a very small town outside of Burlington. Vermont. Yeah. Where? Um, Okay. So one time he lived in Fairfax, which is like literally- Yeah, and now he lives in another. Okay, you want pulling a blank? It's another small like subdivision like that. <laughs> That's amazing. Love it, Vermont. Can't beat it. Well, yes, you can. Foliage. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The best. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.